Hey everybody, it's it's your boy Pierce Bourgeois here, and I got a little something something to talk about. So, um, as you can, as you might notice by the title, Tumbleweeds, um, da, 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 Alex isn't here. He's not here. He's away on holiday. He's on vacation for two weeks, enjoying whatever is to enjoy in Newfoundland. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to diss them, but there's no sun, you know, there's no beaches. Maybe he's, he's lobster fishing or speaking Canadian Irish or whatever he's doing. I don't know, but he's not here. So if you don't enjoy that kind of stuff and, and you're like, I'm a big, I'm a big Alexinator. I'm, I'm a big Alex fan. I'm a big Beardo. I only listen to the show because of Alex. Well, this is not the episode for you. I'm Alexless for the next two weeks. You know, I, I encourage you still to listen and tune in because I'm going to be pulling my weight and trying to, to do some stuff without Alex. Um, but yeah, so if you're not into it, that's fine. That's cool. Tune in in episode six. He will be back. He'll be ready. He'll be back in motion. He'll be back in block. He'll be the man of the hour again. Uh, if you're not into that and you're like, hey, da, 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 do, you can check out my other friend's podcast. It's called the Get Fact Podcast. All right? It's toasted by two British guys. Which is, they're getting facts, man. They're fucking talking. And they're British. You fucking like British people? Fucking, of course you do, man. Check them out. You can just search on iTunes. They get fact. You can just search up get fact, man. And they're there. Nice fucking blue little logo. Get fact. Sorry for all the F-bombs. But tune in this week. Tune in next week. Tune in, tune in every week. And also tune in to the Get Fact podcast. Podcast podcast today's episode is brought to you by hostgator.com are you looking to host your own website well hostgator is the site for you with one click script installs easy to use control panel unlimited bandwidth unlimited disk space and more hostgator makes web hosting easy and affordable man and we're gonna make it even more affordable for you guys if you type in the code the so late show during your next purchase you will get 25% off of that purchase. You don't got to leave the house anymore to save 25%. You don't got to go down to Walmart, buy some food, and go, oh, you know, 25% off. No, you can stay right in your house, build a website, a goddamn website for yourself, and get 25% off using the code the so late show. So visit hostgator.com right now and type in the code the so late show and get 25% off. Hey everyone, welcome back to the So Late It's Early show. Eh, 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 eh. I'm your I'm your radio host, your DJ. I'm your. Uh, this is a podcast. I'm Pierce Bourgeois, um, and today we're Alexless once again, uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen. He's not here. He's still not here. But that's cool. That's very cool, actually, because I got a very, 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 very special guest who 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 holds his heart dear to me. I don't know what I was going with that, but he's here, and we're going to be talking about great stuff, because I found last episode, it was a little sad, it was a little depressing, I was alone, you know, a whole bunch of tumbleweed and fucking titties, man, and I was alone on, on that episode, and, and it just felt alone, it just felt lonely, so I brought a guest today, um, it's a great friend of mine, but before we get into the whole episode, the whole, uh, we have a guest, a special guest on episode four. Um, no, it's not episode four. 
This is episode five. Episode five. My guest just informed me. I, I'm getting it bad with all these episodes. Um, okay, so this week's um, podcast is brought to you by the, the amazing people at HostGator.com. Do you want to build a website? Fucking of course you do. You don't want to go on other people's websites. You want to build your own, man. Well, you can do it. And for really, 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 uh, for a really, really low price. Okay? So right now, we got an offer going. You get 25% off. Your next purchase at HostGator, the web hosting site, uh, probably like the best one out there, and you can get 25% off if you enter our code. And you're like, Pierce, what, what's the code? What are you talking about? The code is the so late show, okay? So you just enter that, make your own website, get all your friends on the website. You can have your own social community, your whole social, your own social network on the on the net. You know who needs Facebook? YouTube, uh, fucking Foursquare. No, you you build your own website, man. That's how we all did it. Hostgator founded the internet. They didn't, but I'm. They did, okay. Um, so that's it, man. That's it for the whole. I we need your money, da 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 da. Spiel. Um, so today's special guest is. I don't know why I did that, but he's my George Lucas to my Harrison Ford, man. He's uh, he's my Kevin Smith to my Ben Affleck. He he he's the man of this hour, you know. He um, what I mean by he's my Kevin Smith to my Ben Affleck. He, I was an actor in his play. He was the, the director. That's that's really it. That's as far as that reference goes. Um, no, he so here he is, man. He's about to speak. I swear to you, he's he's gonna talk in about a minute. Okay, Mr. Matt. Top Gun Allen. Hey, what's going on, podcasters? It's me. As introduced to Matt Top Gun Allen, I uh, I direct sometimes, and now I'm here talking to you guys and Pierce. So introduce yourself. What are you What are you doing here? Who are you? Da, 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 da. So I'm here because uh, you said Alex recently died. Rest in peace, Alex. Yeah. May God be with your soul. Yeah. But you told me to come on the show, be uh-huh. a host here. Now I was listening to your podcast recently over the last. Say let's say four episodes because as we're on episode five right now, yeah. thought this is really enjoyable, but yeah. I didn't want to like straight up ask, hey man, put me on your show. Yeah. So you came to me and I'm yeah. like, this is awesome. And I'm like, I decided to come here. I woke up about an hour ago. Yeah. I rushed here because I was supposed to be here like an hour ago. Uh, yeah. That's that's a whole other good. different story. Uh, yeah, I'm just here to talk and contribute to the show. So as so it's not as monotone as Pierce had it last time. It's his show. He wants it how it is. So he wanted me. Um. Now I'm here. Yo, so, you know, it's fine that you're, like, a bit late. Because it's in the fucking title. The So Late, It's Early Show. Yeah, I showed up early you're today. So, yeah, you're so late. You're fucking early, man. Mm-hmm. So, I was thinking. So, I approached you, you know, to um, to record this podcast thinking I wouldn't want anyone else. We uh, Matt and I, we share the same sense of humor for the most part. And we're both odd guys like you know what i mean like kind of like alex and i we kind of have that chemistry through improv comedy acting Mm. and Mm. everything in general so i thought great we're gonna have him on the show let's 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 do it let's have him on the show but what the hell are we gonna talk about yeah what was what am i what do i know i'm not really that much of a movie buff (laughs) so so we are like what what are we gonna talk about you know what I mean? And I knew that this episode wasn't going to follow the same format as 
um, the past three episodes. Yeah, four. Um, four episodes have because automatically Alex isn't here. There's going to be a special guest. Mm-hmm. Things are going to go out the window. Yeah. Um, so I thought we let, let's switch up the fucking topics here. And this might mm-hmm. spur off into something. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm open to, to whatever. But r- the topic of this episode is wrestling. Ah! More more pro wrestling. Uh, not wrestling. not the you know not the um, the Olympic yeah. wrestling like we're talking entertainment not those wimps. sports entertainment because mm-hmm. um, so so we both love wrestling and I feel like this episode's gonna be kind of delving into my childhood or once was my childhood now back embraced into my life because so I watched it forever like ever since I seen like an edge doll. That I got from like a garage sale. I was like, WWE's my life. And then I got obsessed with it, really obsessed with it. Started my own company, quote unquote company. I was like 10. Um, it's like a lemonade stand. Yeah, it was like a lemonade stand type of thing. And it was free. Like, uh, like, it, like it was in my, my fucking living room. Come on. Um, and then I kind of stopped. I was like, I don't, it's childish to me. It's, it's not appealing. I like, vi- I like video games now. I don't like, w- I, I move on to something so fast. So like, I'm obsessed with podcasting now. Next, I'll be obsessed with recording like sex audiobooks. You're a pinball machine, Pierce. Yes, I'm a pinball machine. I'm, I'm the pinball machine, man. I don't, I don't do, I don't do things, man. Like I've done video for about five years, but I, I on and off did youtube and it would be like my passion for like a minute and then it'd be like i want to do something else so, so i'm i'm always doing something that was kind of just wwe my my enjoyment of it kind of turned into not like a business but it became something that wasn't fun because it was we got to do it every weekend but like we didn't have to but like we felt like we needed to but it it was more or less like a chore yeah it became, yeah, it became a chore yeah and just it, something you see like on the list on the fridge. That's like Pierce. This is what you're doing this, this week. Is, what you're doing. First garbage, then dishes. Garbage and then, then sweaty, the, bo- yeah. sweaty boys. Wrestling in the living room. Yeah. Then you gotta brush your teeth. Go to bed. Go to bed at all and have that all done by eight. Yeah. Eight thirty-five at the at the latest. No. Mm-hmm. Um. So we would meet up every Saturday. Couple of couple of the guys, the guys who I don't talk to anymore, and we would just plan out matches. Like, it wouldn't be, like, what you think backyard wrestling is. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it was amateur, but it was very much, we knew what we were doing. Like, when people get into WWE and wrestling entertainment, your automatic thought is, it's real. Yeah. And and, and we, we were huge fans, but we came to terms that this is acting. And we got to put on a show. So we planned out matches like constantly. That's all we would do. But we would call them shows. You know what I mean? And, and we had, I can dig up some old footage or something. But we have, we had like a microphone set up. We had curtains along my living room. We had like a computer to play like the theme songs. Oh, it was literally in your living. It was literally in this. It was literally in this very room. Oh, I thought you said that like no. hyperbole. We like, entered yeah, like from did, this like... door, but, but but we had curtains hanging up. We had a mat down. Fucking man, it was my life. How much stuff did you break? We we didn't break anything, man. 
but we we were suplexing, we were doing um, STFs, we were we were high flying off couches and stuff, and we had like announcers. Uh, we had and we had storylines. We we had actual storylines, and we had our own version of NXT for like a little bit. We had ev we had fucking everything. The man. indie division had its own like indie division. You had your own you had your own developmental. We, yes. At this time, it wasn't even indie. It was, it wasn't even backyard. It was just living room. But, but we, I built this this brand. I'm not saying this because I'm like I'm proud of it. I built a brand, but I built a brand that never that never really existed. I built a company up from the ground. <laughs> this is my company, and we called it XWF, Extreme Wrestling Federation. Anyway, so so that's my story. That's my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. But you're, I'm not the special guest. You are. Yeah. How, how did you get like involved what? with WWE? Uh, okay, I was, it was my like, it was my birthday, I think it was like my seventh, yeah. so I, I was like seven at the time. Sounds and, like uh, the age. And I don't, and I was like stupid, and mm -hmm. we're at, I was at, with my dad at EB Games, and I saw this fighting game, it was literally EA Sports, like Fight Night 2 oh. or something oh, like that, yeah, yeah. and uh, I was at home, my dad's like, hey, what do you want for your birthday, and I forgot the name, so I just said, daddy, I want the fighting game, so my birthday comes around, and I, I unwrap this gift, it's a uh, GameCube. It's the WrestleMania 19 video game, and I knew this wasn't the same thing, but I still wanted to try it out. And I was like, and I just got into it that way through like a game and just like making my own wrestlers. Like I had this one guy; his name was Bro. He was literally just wore nothing but white and had like this just garbage black test across his chest named Bro because I completely copied Batista's moveset, <laughs> and that was his gimmick. He was someone's brother. But no one knew who it was except me. He the was someone's brother? Played. Yeah, it was Batista because I just copied his moveset. <laughs> and that was my justification for him being that. And then I, and then from there I figured out my favorites too, right? So for some reason in this game that has absolutely no text, no promos or anything, just straight wrestling, I decided to pick Edge. Just for the, re just for like the sake of argument. I was like, you know what? Edge. And then from there I started watching, uh, I, uh, I rented a DVD from a movie store, WrestleMania 22. And it was Edge versus McFoley, and they're extreme, and they're like extreme rules or like hardcore match yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I was freaking out the whole time because you, you, this is like I haven't seen anything like this before because they're hitting over each other over the heads with like stop signs and like Edge lit up like a table. It's and crazy. It's McFoley, crazy. And it was crazy. Yeah. And from there, I was like, I gotta get into this. Mm -hmm. And I did from there on, and I was on it for a little bit, and then the storyline got really bad. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to stop, but I still went to see like WrestleMania every year when it came around, even if I didn't know anything about the storyline. And then uh, from there, I stopped, and then I picked it back up after seeing Seth Rollins, because I saw like what he was doing at WrestleMania, and I was like, oh, I'm really impressed by this guy. Mm -hmm. So I, I picked him up as a fan, and I got back into wrestling from sort of there on out, sort of the start of this year yeah. onwards. Yeah, so automatically, I'm going to take it back a bit. When you were seven years old, yeah. you were a better storyline producer slash writer mm -hmm. than what WWE has hired now. Oh, thank you. With the whole bro thing, yeah. that should be a thing, man. That no, should it, honestly, that that would totally sell. The thing is, that was his name. It was just bro. But that works, man. And he came out, to, he literally came out like Batista too. He had Batista's <laughs> the same, moveset. The, like, like the same theme and everything? I think I had him in a tag team with Batista. Oh, like just all these clues and nobody could figure it out. See, I don't know, man, but, like, the story now, like, if, if we had someone who was, like, someone's, like, brother, but was, mm -hmm. but was kind of, like, an evil, like, brother, like, kind of like that 
Kane and like Undertaker, yeah. but one was good and like one was evil, and they were like a tag team. But then like the evil one turned on like the good one. Mm-hmm. That's that's a story right there. Yeah, better than what they have running right now. Well, we kind of had that. How long ago? Like, I want to yeah, like seven years ago was like Hornswoggle and Mister McMahon. Yeah, as their <laughs> legitimate child. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Hornswoggle, I miss Hornswoggle. Mm-hmm. He comes out every now and then, though. Yeah. He's kind of like Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston and him, they're kind of like the same thing. Like, Kofi Kingston's tag team right now. It's a new day. Fuck. I love the new day. Do you really? They're heel. Yeah, but dude, Kofi Kingston had so much potential. Well, he still does. Like, he, he's been doing it for like he's for, still He's so still really long. good. Yeah, he, he's good, but he, he won't ever become like a world champion i don't know or even that. intercontinental champion no he's been an intercontinental champion but tons not of anytime times. soon though he, yeah, he's, soon he has to drop new day before he gets yeah. his own single title yeah i don't i i i feel like for some reason WWE's like nah not mm, kofi no people are saying that it's because he's black but i'm like what the fuck does that happen? look at booker t I think it's just because WWE's, they've always sort of backed away from the flippy guys. Like, yeah. The, they just don't like, like High Flyers, like if you still look at the past few uh, WWE and like sort of world champions, they aren't really like the high flying type. They're like like the big muscly guys. Like yeah. the only like like successful high flying guys that I can think of, like mainstream success, mm-hmm. cult success, Rob Van Dam. Yeah, Rob Van Dam. Jeff Hardy. Jeff, uh, I want to say Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, him, and but that's, that's really it. Like, yeah. Um, Evan, Evan Page, Evan... Born? Evan Born, he, he was in it for like three years. And then he died because he left the company. He was gone. So, High Flyers don't live on mm-hmm. in the WWE dynasty, the universe, or yeah. whatever they call it now. Okay, but- so, so you got into it from their marketing campaign of yeah, the video from game. Yeah, from a... From a video game. Okay. So ours are very similar. Yeah. The the WWE brand touched us before we even seen it. Mm-hmm. Before we even seen WWE. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I seen it, like, before and everything, but I was like, meh. Like, I seen, I think it was WWE Raw versus, Smack, uh, Raw versus SmackDown 2006 or something, and... You could play as the ref. You could play as the ref in that game. It, it was really? one of those games, and you could play as the ref. And one I was of like, those gimmicks. I was like, why? Why did? Why? Why? <laughs> um, and I was like, no, it's fake. That's dumb. But fake is good. Mm-hmm. Fake is great. Fake is better than UFC. Yeah, because you could do so much more with it. UFC is boring to me. It's just guys. Punching each other, mm-hmm. kicking it. That's not. That's fucking. I don't know. That it. It's very basic to me, mm-hmm. and it's not entertaining. Anyways, that's for a whole other day. So, you got into it through the video game, yeah. just kind of like the brand outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we both really enjoy it now, though. Yeah, I kind of have a love hate like relationship with it because mm-hmm. the stories are just stories are getting there when they're when they're good they're great but when they're not mm-hmm. good they're fucking horrible yeah and they're horrible right now for me really kevin owens oh, yeah. and john cena 
Um, I like that because Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens. John mm-hmm. Cena. He's. I've never liked John uh, Cena. Never ever liked John Cena. Even when he started off, I was like, no, I don't like you. I'm starting to get on his side now, just from the U.S. Open challenge and stuff too. Really? Yeah, because his matches are really good. He, but he he needs to go. Um, he needs to get. Well, I, th- I think that's what the U.S. Open Challenge thing is for for him. Because think about it, he's sort of passing on the torch to these younger guys. Mm-hmm. Like last Raw with uh, Cesaro, or Cesaro. I, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. But, like, he's, Cesaro. Cesaro, he had a, an amazing match with him. He's recently. good. Yeah. Cesaro, he, he's one of those guys. Same with um, Yusef. Rusev. Rusev, whatever Yusef. his name is. I don't know his name. He's good. <laughs> I like him too. I like his whole thing. Mm-hmm. His whole, I don't know, like his his, yeah. his, his whole spiel. Yeah. Right now with uh, Dolph. Yeah. I don't like that. No? I don't like this story. No. Uh, it, I don't uh, like that storyline. Really so, so enough with whatever, you know, mm-hmm. this story. I found an article online that was, mm-hmm. it was the top 25 superstars of all time, time, time. A lot of them were before us and even like before... Yeah, it was just like before us, like Randy Savage and like the like the first guys, Andre the Giant, like the first guys who made it really really big, and that's cool, but mm-hmm. I can't speak for them because I wasn't involved. Yeah, at that time, like you know what I mean. I wasn't like I can't go. I'm a big Hulk Hogan fan because yeah. one, I'm not. <laughs> Two, I didn't even catch up to watch him. Like I, I can say that I'm like a big like Bret Hart fan because I studied him. Yeah. I was biased against him because he was a Canadian. And I was like, I yes, I love you. Bias. Yeah. And then I I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna research this guy. So that's why I'm like a like a huge fan like of him. And that's mm-hmm. why I, like I can say it. so yeah. I thought twenty five I'm like fuck, we're gonna be here forever. Yeah. We're going to never leave. 25 is too You're gonna, much. Yeah, so I, I cut it down to six. I don't by the know. Time, by the time we finish, Alex will be back. I, yeah, he'll be back. He'll, he'll walk back. in. He'll join in. He'll say his 25. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll leave again. Yeah. That's how long we'd be here for. No, so I, I picked six. I, I don't know why six. Six. But I picked six. So coming in at six was The Rock. Got The Rock in there. I don't know, man. How about you? Me for six? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, you just had your whole thing, like, you can't speak for them? Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. Really? Yeah. Because think about what he did, right? Yeah. I feel like he brought gimmicks into wrestling. Yeah. Like, he, he, like, sort of changed the whole landscape. And he's a huge pop culture icon, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you say wrestling, a lot of people's first thoughts are going to be Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan or um, John Cena. Yeah. Because they're like, because Hulk Hogan was just so big. And he's, he's still, like, kind of doing it now-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he should be doing it now. And if you watch back, like, his old matches, I don't like them because they're not like the wrestling you see now. Like, he does, like, leg drops. Yeah. It looks, like, really slow. But his character, I feel like, inspired everyone and why we're in, like, where, like, professional wrestling is now. Because, like, yeah. with um, gimmick-type characters and yeah. having a brand. Mm-hmm. Be- like, before him, who who really had, like, a brand? Yeah. Or... Or like T-shirts. You had people like merchandise. Bruno Sammartino. Hulkamania, man. Bob Backlund. Like these guys are all sort of like, I feel like they're uh, they were good wrestlers for their time, but they're, they were like regular. You know, then you bring in Hulk Hogan. Even like, Andre, like the giant, he's mm-hmm. one dimensional compared yeah. to 
to Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan yeah. had it all. He yeah, had like, it all. He had the theme. He had everything. He had Hulkamaniacs. He had his whole like, I'm American spiel. I am a real American. Who was who that? That was. Whose theme song was that? That was Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So yeah. He did. He had real. Yeah. American. He was. He was. He, he had a big brand going from, and then he went mm-hmm. to NWO. Yeah. Blew up there. Mm-hmm. Wreaked havoc. Yeah. He was See, like a, he was still doing it even like yeah, yeah. years and years later. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he's just so iconic. He has to be on the list. Yeah, I don't think The Rock deserves to be six. No? No. Now you changed your mind? I think he should be. No, so, like, that's the, like, official. Oh, that's, that's the official. That's the official list is six. Oh, he's six. He's, I don't feel it. That's not, I thought that was your list. No, no. My my six is Sean. Sean Michaels, the HB, mm-hmm. HBK, the Heartbreak Kid. I loved him, man. The whole Attitude Era with fucking DX. It's just, it, you can't beat... Before WWE was PG, you can't. No, you, it, it it's it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And now it's PG, and everyone like there's not even blood. Mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes accidental. WrestleMania accidental. 31. Yeah, with Brock was Brock, Brock was. Know. I don't even was that accidental. I have no idea. It's there's rumor that it was that it was his that 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 he mm-hmm. that he like planned that and everything, but All apparently. Right. The like official press release or whatever for it was it was accidental. But no. he bled. And then Dolph he Ziggler was cut bled open. Yeah. Recently, Extreme yeah. Rules. Yeah, but, but against Sheamus. Yeah. But it's not it's not like a thing that's planned anymore. But the, like the whole Attitude Era with DX, it's just it, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the cock jokes, just it was just raw, raw. Yeah. It was great. So Shawn Michaels is my six. So. Yeah. At five on this list, which I can see, I can see, but I don't ag- like really agree with because I didn't really get into him that much. And every match I seen with him, it was just kind of he's too comic, he's too he's like comic book for me, kind of like Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. Randy Savage. Oh, Randy! He did a lot for like the business, and I'm not yeah. saying I'm saying his character is just for me. I just uh, no, no, not at five, no. His promos were great. He's in like his character. He's in the list. He's in yeah. He, like for me, he's probably maybe twenty three. Yeah. Up with Hulk at twenty one. He, mm-hmm. he he's up there. Like he's in this list, but he, like for me, top six. Mm-hmm. No. The these are my favorites, man. Yeah. These are. This is my my team. I would take to the death with me. Yeah. If I had your, to. This is your this Survivor is, Series team. This is this is my clique, as they say. Mm-hmm. So that that's the official official listing who do you have at five five uh right now as i said hulk hogan's probably the only one on the list that's like oh here comes undertaker he's brought back his motorcycle gimmick but anyway like this is from now on it's just like from my frame of reference uh number five uh cm punk yeah okay because uh when i was a kid right because i watched him a lot when i was younger he was like one of those guys that i just hated Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's a really good wrestler too and you can sort of bring that where you can uh bring that sort of realness to someone too where you can like actually hate their character so much that you hate their character even though you know it's sort of acting you Mm -hmm. sort of drop that suspension of disbelief if that's the right phrase and if you were to see him in like a parking lot you go fuck you asshole yeah you're a dick you're a you're a fucking tool yeah yeah and like how like over he's got and how Mm -hmm. over he got Mm -hmm. with uh with the pipe gump with the pipe bomb gimmick Mm -hmm. remember that and he was great on the mic Great he was great in the ring. Sassy. Yeah. 
Um, and his whole straight edge thing yeah. was something you could even jump behind yeah. as a kid, even though like you'd never really experienced anything mm-hmm. that had to do with like straight edge. Especially because like he had the straight edge, I think at first to be face, mm-hmm. and then and he was able to use the exact same thing as heel and make it heel and build up his own his own gang. Yeah, the, he had a gang for a while, right? Yeah, Festus, the Straight Edge Society. Yeah, he Festus. Had the mask. Yeah. So what's with this friggin' motorcycle man the undertaker telling you he's bringing back he's bringing back his old there's no way i just want undertaker to bring back his motorcycle gimmick so bad like wrestlemania Mm -hmm. 32 undertaker versus sting sting comes out yeah and undertaker comes out on a motorcycle limp biscuit yeah it's i'd freak out the undertaker is cool he's not on my he's not on like my list but he's cool Mm -hmm. because him as like like the person who plays like like the undertaker and his character is always rebranded into something else. Always. Yeah. He's been in it for so long, but he's he always has like a spiel that clicks with people. Yeah. Minus his fucking mohawk he had. Nah, I'm for the mohawk. He can't do any. He he can't do long. He's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, at four. Woo! Which shocked me. Shock me, Ric Flair. Oh wait, shit. It was your I four. Didn't do I my thought five. that was your four. I didn't do my. Uh, oh, you don't even. You're not on four. Trish Stratus is my five. Oh, you have a Trish Stratus. She great diva, be- beautiful, and you know, and, and very sexually appealing or like whatever. Mm-hmm. But not just that. Like divas now, they get sexualized, and it, it, it's not necessarily their fault. It's what the brand. It's what Vince McMahon uses them for. Yeah, that's another selling point for the. Yeah, and they kind of lose audience. time and skill. Like they don't lose skill, but they don't have much time to to show off their skill. But Trish Stratus, she kind of changed that. Yeah, I feel, and she she her and uh, Lita were kind of like the only two divas. We were talking about it before we like we pressed mm-hmm. record. Those were the only two divas that kind of stand out for me when it comes to an actual wrestler. Yeah. That's not hair pulling. It's getting better now. Mm-hmm. It's the building up. Bella Twins, I'm behind. They're not on my list, but I'm behind no. them. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And then what they're doing in NXT with their, like, divas division. I haven't and seen like, it, but you've been yeah. like raving about it yeah the four, it's like, so the four horse women like people like charlotte sasha banks very impressive very impressive stuff yeah so going on in nxt and she was powerful man trish stratus she did a lot mm-hmm. she was she was yeah so and she's canadian mm-hmm. a lot of my guys on like the list are canadian just because i i'm automatically drawn to them more because they're mm-hmm. a canadian making it in the big the big brother company that yep. is American. Especially Shawn Michaels. Yeah. The greatest Canadian <laughs> The greatest wrestler. Canadian of all time. So four is Ric Flair. Mm. How, do you, how do you feel yeah. about that? Okay. Another big pop culture icon I find. Icon? Okay, see whatever he's an icon. He's popular, yeah, right? Yeah. Another good gimmick, right? Yeah. I don't even know what his gimmick is. I just figured he yelled he's a rich. lot and he's rich. And he's, he, yeah. He sort of danced around and stuff. His whole, yeah, his whole thing and, was... Oh, even now. Even now, 
his legend still sort of lives on because like when you see people do like the backhands, people still yell woo in the audience. At indie shows even. Yeah. Everywhere. Every any, they're yelling woo. If you are into professional wrestling, you know when to yell woo in the audience. Yeah. Yeah, he he's great. Yeah. And he like completely changed like the game or whatever and he's left his mark. Mm. I don't feel he's he's four. Of the mm. best wrestlers, come on. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's like he's he's great and he's good and he's woo. Yeah. I, I'm, but I don't know. His whole stint with like Evolution kind of yeah. killed it off for me. No, I need now. I think you need Ric Flair and Evolution to have like the like the real sort of like the first big wrestler in there teaching the two younger guys and Batista and Randy Orton and building off with Triple H a more modern guy but still sort of like still sort of old still has some experience. I feel like you needed him in there. I just didn't good... like Evolution. No. No. Not even because they were heel, mm. just because I didn't enjoy their storyline. I don't know. I think uh-huh. Batista, I could talk all day about how much I dislike him, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but I just, I dislike him. He's just a big brute. Mm. He's not too good on the mic. But he has a classic wrestler look. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, so um, like the classic one. who's your four? My number four? Uh, God. God, really put on the spot here. Uh, yeah. No, no. What? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Okay. Throwing him in there. Because like the he's still does, sort of, uh, he's younger now. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Now even he's still he's still building up. I find he, like he's still on that sort of train where he has like so much more to go. Like I see him as almost like a modern day Shawn Michaels in the sense of like how much the crowd loves him and how he's just getting injured all the time. Yeah. But like if you think about it, like when he was built up, like he's like this. Like back when uh, they had NXT as like that that game show thing. Yeah. I was like, why don't you? Eight indie guys are gonna be a WWE wrestler one day, right? Yeah. Like even then, like you sort of see him, like he has a good underdog look, and then he built himself up from there, where he had the heel thing going on, uh-huh. and then he brings in the yes thing, and the crowd gets behind that, and Crazy. he has that, the yeah. great WrestleMania 30, like the whole like yeah. pretty much WrestleMania 30, break it down made him. was the Undertaker losing to Brock Lesnar, and Daniel Bryan, right? Because he had he had a great build up. Great, but yeah. Um, and the crowd's still behind him today. Yeah, even though he, he's not even yeah not in it right now because he's injured. Yeah, I, I I can see a lot of potential in Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and he's got such an odd look. Yeah, and he's still going. And he's he's still going, and he, he's still yeah. He just he's just like a little odd looking dude, but he, he blew the crowd away. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I don't even know if it was intentional by like the company. I if, know. Uh watching a Daniel Bryan documentary the other day mm-hmm. uh, he said he, he started doing yes 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 to be obnoxious because mm-hmm. I, I think he had, the, yeah, he had like the world title and he started being obnoxious with it and then people started picking up on it because it's something to do like it's like a woo it's like a or woo something. or like yeah. like it's a catchphrase like it's a quick oh, yeah. little catchphrase yeah just like going yes so right? so it was heel mm-hmm. for him and then but the crowd yeah kind of was like no yeah then they picked it up yeah so that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Like just to have that that natural, like attraction. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because you know, it's interesting when like a heel character is not a heel. Yeah. People don't see him as a, he or she as a heel, and it's like, well, I, we like this guy. We like mm-hmm. him as a heel, but we, like we don't see him as a heel. Yeah. My four is a uh, Triple H. Oh, Triple H. Oh, um. Damn. I like him, man. He he he's always been kind of solid. Mm-hmm. He's always put on like a great performance. Yeah. His character has developed 
like insanely. Yeah. He he's just a great he's a great character. Yeah. He can play both sides, heel and face, really well. Easily. Easily he could be both. Mm-hmm. And he Yeah, I don't know. He he's just he's just like an energy out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like that classic wrestler build, but not Batista. Mm-hmm. He was the, the classic build, but with the little brains. Yeah. The cerebral assassin. And he's good on the mic. He is really good on the mic. He still is, because he's doing the whole authority thing. What was uh, the thing, like, when he introduced Brock Lesnar a few weeks ago, and he was talking to Seth Rollins about, like, you're like a cult, and we have to put you under pressure to see, like, how like how good you actually are, or something like mm-hmm. that. And then Brock Lesnar comes out. I thought that was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I would love to know how much of Triple H's stuff is, like, ad-libbed. Mm-hmm. Or something, you know what I mean? Because he had the whole thing with DX, and that was great. Yeah. I just I applaud them so much for having DX when they did, because then it was now we gotta go PG, but they still had that that big stint. Like he's had many storylines, man. Like yeah. this guy, he's been around. It seems like, what, like forever. Twenty years. It seems like he's a part of like the furniture at WWE. <sighs> like you know what I mean? He's a turnbuckle. You sit on a fucking Triple H chair. Mm-hmm. Or, like, he's just a part of the furniture now. Like the Spanish announce table. Yeah, he, he's the chair. And and it's like, you're, like, sitting down, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. This leg, what is this? This, yeah. this isn't a chair leg. This is a man leg. Mm-hmm. The manliest of man legs, Triple H. And that's why he's at my four. Yeah. So three. Three, you're going to love this one. It's Hulk Hogan. Oh, wow. I gave him. They gave him more credit than I did. Yeah, I think more credit than than he deserves. But that's just me. That's just me being a bitch. That's, mm-hmm. I'm surprised John Cena isn't at three. Anyways, so yeah, Hulk Hogan's at four. At at three. Who's who's your three? I just hate how you said John Cena's your three because he's my three. No, no, he he's not my third. Like no, like you said, you're surprised he wasn't yeah. three on the list, but he's my third. Okay. Okay, I have to explain this. Yeah, I have to yeah. defend myself yeah. now. Yeah, against okay. the court of, he comes of in, I Hate John Cena. Right? Classic. He goes up against Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle in his first match. Like, Kurt Angle is huge. Same character, too. Time. Same spiel. Like, they yeah. both kind of had, like, the same... Yeah, it's sort of funny, because, like, Kurt Angle had the open challenge, and then John Cena came out, and now John Cena's doing the open challenge, yeah. and now, like, everyone comes out. But anyway, right? Like, John Cena's character, he's so, he did have, like, a bit of a shift, I found. Because, like, before it used to be, like, you know, thugonomics, right? Basic thugonomics. And, and heal as fuck. Yeah, and he was still doing great stuff. And then he switched on to the, like, hustle, loyalty, respect, never give up character that he's been doing forever. But think about it. Like, think about how, like, loved he is by certain people in the crowd. Because, like, he's such... You have to have... Everyone in, like, uh, that likes WWE pretty much has a defined opinion about John Cena. Yeah, it's like, whether you Whether you're, like, one of those kids... With all the John Cena gear cheering him on, seeing him as like your superhero, or whether you're one of those guys in the crowd that sings like the John, you know, John Cena sucks to John his music. Cena sucks. You know, that's sort of like Kurt Angle too, because they started saying like you suck to it's Kurt exactly. Angle, and now like John Cena is like the new Kurt Angle. Yeah. And then like in two years he's gonna go to TNA. Oh, John Cena's gonna do TNA. You just dropped the ball. Hopefully. What's his face? The guy who owned TNA. Who was it? I don't know. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. The guy who did WCW. Mm-hmm. He started his, his own company now. So he did TNA. He dropped TNA. And he, he's starting his own company now. You know, as if TNA wasn't as unsuccessful as he hoped or something. Mm-hmm. TNA's trash, man. Mm-hmm. 
It's where stars go to die. You got Snively. No, who? I don't know. Snively. No, well, no, I don't know his name. He's a black guy. Lashley. Lashley. He's good, but it's wasted in fucking TNA. Bobby Lashley wasn't good. I enjoyed him. He was garbage on the mic. He was garbage on the mic, but I don't know. I, there was something about him. I was like, yeah. It was just his luck, probably. Yeah, I don't know. He was big. Like he, what he did in the ring. I didn't watch Lashley. I just looked back at it like, who is he? Like, oh, he's pretty. He's okay. Oh, what's this, what's this mic stuff? <laughs> Why can't he talk? <laughs> Why can't he talk at all? Um, so now we're on two. Who do you think three? two is? Oh, yours? shit. Edge. Who's your three? Edge. Edge? Uh, he introduced me to wrestling mm-hmm. me as like a little kid getting um his play toy thing uh he was he, he was a great heel for so long the mm-hmm. only thing i, I don't l- like about edge was his whole thing with um lita no no that was, that was, that your, was a bit that, that was, was your no I, I was too young to go like i, I was just kind of weirded out and kind of like yeah you girls you girls but edge is great he's left a huge mark Mm-hmm. on WWE and that was even part of like a storyline with uh the whole Kurt Hawkins La Familia. Yeah, I I I don't know. I think Edge he's great. He's a, he's a solid wrestler and a great performer and great as a heel and great as a babyface which he wasn't really a baby like he, like he wasn't a babyface too much. But no, like he was no. like a little bit but he could be. Yeah, heel though. He was a great heel. He mm-hmm. was a great heel. Okay, so and I just I love heels. Yeah. I I'm obsessed with heels. I love playing the bad guy, being the bad guy, loving the bad guy, loving to hate the bad guy. I love it all. So who do you think at two? Funkasaurus. Love fuck is Funkasaurus. Uh, you don't love Funkasaurus. No. Explain okay. to me who Funkasaurus. Okay, is. big guy wrote his clay. He comes out. He was like, uh, he starts, he starts uh, being Funkasaurus. He only does the pterodactyl. What era is this? Like, WrestleMania twenty nine. Oh, like, this like is super, super recently. Recent. Yeah, and he would just come out. He would like beat his opponent in one minute, oh, and then he would dance. This, this sounds like nineteen for a bit. It's just and like they would do the camera work, like you'd see in like porn or something. Yeah, like those quick in and out zooms. Oh like, my god! Like when I saw him, I thought seventies porn, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> But no, I'm not serious. When I say Funkasaurus. He, he sounds like a 1980s, like 1985 like sure, gimmick. Like I'm when sure they had Brodus like, Clay. He's a good wrestler, but the gimmick, the gimmick was no. And that's I, horrible. I, just, I don't even think it was his idea. Probably it was not. Probably, probably Vince. He's like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. I caught you macking on my fucking wife. You get you get Funkasaurus. Yeah. Okay, who's who's number two? It's got to be someone. They already said a rock. It's got to be like a John Cena or a Stone Cold. Another very iconic, another very iconic thing. The Undertaker. As I said, iconic. Yeah, I for me, no. Um, for many many reasons, but like The Undertaker is great, mm-hmm. great character, just not my two. Mm. Just not my two. His whole um, his whole thing about WrestleMania that yeah. shouldn't have ended. I think no. that was a mistake, off the bat. I'm gonna put that out there. His. Yeah. His streak shouldn't should not have ended. I don't know. I think maybe they thought he was a, like he was done, right? But then I he thought, came back for like for like another one. I thought it was more about building up Brock Lesnar. It was he came it, back. It was to it make was. him look like to make him the unbeatable. Yeah, sort of really really strong force that he is. And yeah, that worked. I don't know, man. I mm-hmm. 
I think the streak could have went on and just died off like with his career and yeah. no one would have beat him because mm-hmm. I would have loved Shawn Michaels to beat him but no Brock Lesnar waddles on in from fucking UFC yeah and just beats him uh, come on yeah come on so I don't know so he's two yeah who's your two my two uh let's just say uh let's say Chris Jericho yeah, me too, man. Yeah. Me too. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He he was great. Yeah. Again, because heel, just yep. heel, heel. And I love heels. And great he's on the mic. Great on the great mic. Great in the ring. Oh, he 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 was yeah he is solid, like just physical. Yeah. Like just technical and physical. Yeah. Like if he didn't have that, I would still love him because of his mic skills and his character. Yeah. But he was a great like wrestler like one of the best yeah ever mm-hmm. to ever step into a ring and he's a like he's a legend and yeah. he he's still doing it he's still kicking around yeah. just doing house shows he does house shows i think it was like fighting luke harper recently yeah and he, like a house show in vegas fought neville he's fighting did he fight neville already like last year or something i don't know oh i know he's before fighting. he was he's just neville yeah. yeah um so yeah i mean yeah Chris Jericho, he's just he's top of the top of the food chain yeah. for me, and he's Canadian. Yeah, and he's cool, mm-hmm. and like like besides his character, he's a cool dude. Yeah, him as a person, mm-hmm. solid dude. I yeah. read one of his books. Yeah. He's just entertaining. He's just a he has like a band and everything. So I remember walking cool. to the park to see that band, Fozzie. Yeah, you seen Fozzie? They played at the park, like Gage Park. They played at so. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they played at Gage Park once. How long ago was it? Oh, I don't know. I think I was in grade 7 at the time. They, they played a local show. Whatever, like 2009, 2010 probably. They That's played, insane. They played the bowl at That's Gage Park. <laughs> and uh, pretty much I think everyone there was just a Chris Jericho fan. Yeah. Because everyone pretty much had a wrestling shirt on. That's insane. Chris Jericho, come back. I have a shirt of yours. Break the walls yeah, down again, Hamilton. Uh, this is it. Hey, Chris. Uh, well, you know, we all know Chris Jericho is listening. Yeah. So if you want to come Listen on the up, show Chris. one day. Come on the show. You can do it in the comfort of your home. Mm-hmm. We'll Skype you. Yeah. I'll get Matt back again. Mm-hmm. I'll kick Alex out because he watched TNA as a kid. Alex. Well, he didn't watch TNA. WWE. He watched TNA. Oh. TNA. Come on. TNA. That was a, that was a no-no. I should have stopped being friends with him as soon as I heard that. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. Chris Jericho. Listen, buddy. I know you're listening. Okay? Come to Hamilton. Perform a show. At Gage Park for free. Then let us talk to you for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Come on. That'd be great. That'd be a dream. Okay. Number one. L- let's do some... Did you say your number two or did you just yeah, throw it's two with me? Oh, Chris Jericho. No, it was just yeah, he, he's yeah. my number two. Who's your number one? Okay, no. Before we their number one? jump in. Who do you think it is? John Cena. No. Stone Cold. Yeah. John Cena, dude. First try. He was, he was like 15, which surprised me because a lot of people love John Cena. Mm-hmm. And for me, he's, he's 20,000. I don't, I hate him. I hate him. Fuck, fuck him. Umaga comes before John Cena for me. Really? Yeah. Rest in peace, Umaga. Yeah, he was, he was great. His whole bum thing. I don't That's know. Wasn't that Rikishi? No. Umaga did that first. He did it first? Yeah. Umaga did it. 
I mean, a lot of big, big guys did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin is number one. Yeah. Which surprises me. I guess because I wasn't involved or even, like, alive when Stone Cold Steve mm-hmm. Austin kind of, like, blew up. So, I didn't yeah. see, like, the impact. But I guess he had, a like, a huge one. You, yeah, like, uh, it's almost like with Ric Flair, too. Even, like, if you hear people, like, cut promos, people still yell, what? Which I'm pretty sure is, like, a Stone Cold thing. Yeah. And, like, he had that one promo where he's, like, because Austin 316 said, I just whooped your ass, right? And that was huge with the crowd. Yeah. And then he got, like, so over. Like, yeah. if you, like, go back and watch, like, the Attitude Era Wrestling with, like, Stone Cold where he just runs out at the end and then gives everyone a stunner and then someone throws him a few beers. Like, that's pretty much how Raw ended. Yeah. Like, all the time. And then you see the crowd freaking out over it every time. Yeah. And, like, what? all the... And then, like, even, like, now you see all those 316 signs. Still. Everything like that. Yeah, it's... He's huge, man. Mm-hmm. He turned a simple word. What? Mm-hmm. Which wasn't even meant to be a catchphrase. Yeah. Like... He was just being comical. Yeah. I think it was... He was cutting a promo with someone or something, and he mm-hmm. just... He was, what? And then everybody fucking caught on to it. Yeah. And it became, like, like the biggest thing. Yeah, and it happened on Raw last week with Lana and Dolph Ziggler. And it also happened... It happened at the Hall of Fame, too, which is kind of bm it's kind of horrible that was bad it's kind of bad how disrespectful they were mm-hmm. how they were you know what i mean but that that's that was like a year ago whatever so who's your number one the uh edge yeah edge yeah yeah like i said he's uh he got me into wrestling he was a great character mm-hmm. i remember going to house shows like a house show once and he was fighting jeff hardy and uh, he came out, and there was like this kid's, this, some kid's sign, and he takes that kid's sign and he ripped it up, and he just threw it at the kid, and it was funny, right? Because like he he could do it all, he could be like a heel, but he could also like do it so well that you like liked him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Edge, he he's great, and he's Canadian. Yeah, he's like local. Yeah, Toronto area. He's in a, he's probably like born an hour away from us. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Like he's yeah. really close. He yeah he he yeah he was solid. All the time, mm-hmm. rated R forever, man. Yeah. I will always be rated R, man. That's yeah. Let's hit him on the show too. Yep. Every everyone that we've said today, Even Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan, Hulk Did, Hogan. If you want to swing by one day, we'll get John Cena. Yep, John. I'll Cena. argue that his character shit with him for an hour and a half. How does that sound? I don't know. I like John Cena. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number one. So John you, Cena. You probably seen it coming from a mile away. No. No, Bret Hart. Oh yeah, you Bret said Hart. that. Every, yeah. Oh yeah, the two people we said at the start of the podcast <laughs> for us that got us into wrestling ended up being our number ones. Yeah, Edge, Edge, yeah, Bret Hart, man, he is just—he's amazing to me, and he still is. He still is. His character has left such an impact on me. Cause I, I bought like a DVD, and it was the Attitude, like it was the Raw like anthology. So it, like it was going through like the years, and it was like the Attitude Era. There was um whatever do 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 and it kept going on going and he was in the attitude era right so i i fell in love with him and then i i researched him and i i drew pictures of him and i i, I was just a, a very big fan of bret hart and i almost had like a chance like to meet him but then it got canceled and then da, 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 da. but anyways he he inspired me to do so much and he he showed to me that a canadian guy can make it in the industry Mm-hmm. which I'm always still, like, as a kid, I was like, Canada's, no one cares about Canada. But 
it it proved to me otherwise. And the whole Montreal screw job, yeah, kind of just pushed my love for Bret Hart more. Mm-hmm. He he was a legend. He like Chris J- Jericho, like Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, a great technical wrestler, like a great technical guy. And I don't know, he's he's my number one. Hmm. So that's the list, man. Yep. There it is. That's that's the whole list. We just named. 18 wrestlers. 18 wrestlers. Some of them re- repeats. Yeah. A lot. Of, yeah. Um, a couple of them. So, we, when it comes to wrestling, uh, mm. it's kind of odd. Yeah. It's an odd culture. You can't go up to someone and say you're a wrestling fan. Because there's like, without almost them like going... there's almost like a pretty, like a notion where it's like, uh, uh, like you live in a trailer. Yeah. You f- fuck your cousin or something. Yeah. You yeah. drink. Perhaps blue to like Bon Jovi. In your, <laughs> you're in your a fucking, trailer. you're a fucking insane clown bossy follower or something. Yeah, like, you're a you're a juggalo. You like like you, you killed a man. Yeah, <laughs> you automatically are judged as kind of white trash and and childish mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So it's it's a really odd culture, and with this odd culture, a lot of odd stories and funny stories yeah. come out of it. So what's your funny story? Uh, funny story. Okay, I have like. Can I say like two because they're like fast? Oh yeah, right. Man. Oh yeah, man. So we got time. As you could probably tell, I'm pretty awkward now. But I was worse in grade six. Yeah. So grade six, we had to write a speech, mm-hmm. and at the time, this is like the time I started getting into WWE. So yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna write a speech about WWE. No. Yeah, no, but but I needed a gimmick. So I'm like, oh, what am I gonna talk about in my speech? It's a grade six speech, so it's not even good. So talk about like champions, and then from there, I had like the champions. And then I decide, I'm going to show everyone in this class these champions finishing moves. No. Yeah. So I took a Sonic plush from my room, and I brought it to school that day. And at any time, <laughs> Pierce is just wincing right now. Oh, my God. And I was in the middle of the class, I'm like, oh, right now, you know, CM Punk is a blah, blah, blah champion. Oh. And I did, like, a GTS to Sonic. Oh, my God. I did, like, all these finishing moves, like Edge's Spear. Yeah. I don't know what John Morrison's finisher at the time. John Morrison and Miz were like the tag he, champions. He did some some kick thing or something. Yep, it, all this stuff, all this stuff, and then and that was real. That was really bad. <laughs> Looking back at I'm it, I'm wincing because, as a kid, um, I would do stuff like that to like mm-hmm. pillows and everything. Yeah, but um, in grade six, there was this guy who had like anger management in my class. Real. You know, it's kind of like a sad story because it's like the heel of the class. Yeah, but so he had problems. But he would, at the back of the class, just whistle his bag, and it's kind of like that kind of drew me out of it because I was like, look at the fucking fans. They're fucking weirdos. They're fucking insane. Yeah. So yeah, that that, that's why I was I was wondering, but that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's so funny. The other one is sort of less. I was playing with my wrestling toys one day, and my uncle made me like some custom weapons. And I, and it was weird. It was like a, it was like a string. It was basically a mace, like a medieval, a medieval <laughs> mace weapon. And I wrapped around my one character, and they started pulling them, and it literally looked like BDSM dominatrix <laughs> stuff. And and then my mom started laughing hard at me. And I didn't get it until like about a week later, when I sort of thought back at it one day. I'm like, oh, 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 oh that's what I was doing. Perverted thoughts. No. I'm- 
I thought you were gonna like shout at like your uncle. That's not fucking canon. Maces, they're not in the WWE. Or something, you know, like stay traditional. No, um yeah, those are some awkward I got yeah. a couple that we can talk about. Okay, yeah. Um so I was obsessed with the WWE magazines. Mm-hmm. Um I bought them every every week. I mean every month. Yeah. And there was some ladies in every in every magazine you know what i mean so my whole family would always joke around oh it's a playboy and everything da, 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 da. and it was just awkward for me but i um i hid them from uh, my family because it was kind of like my little head and secret yeah oh yeah look at this head your playboys candace michelle mickey mickey jane yeah so yeah it's and i was i would be so like, like, bef- like that was like my pre-porn. So I was like, "Oh my god, this is the this is the best thing since ever." Yeah, sliced bread. This is the best thing since sliced bread, and I don't even eat sliced bread. I eat it whole. Mm-hmm. I can, yeah, I don't know. Um, Get them under your bed. And it was just very awkward because I would always be confronted about it, like with the porno magazine and all this stuff. I was like, "No, it's almost okay. Fine, it is. It it, it is, but shut up." Um, and then another story, this comes back from my W, my XWF days. So let me mm-hmm. delve back into this universe. XWF was Extreme Wrestling Federation. And well, we had our own show, our own, uh, pay per pay-per-view type of thing. Mm-hmm. So at the end of every year, and this was only kind of like a one year thing, we had a thing called new season. Dun, 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 dun. It's, it's like the WrestleMania. Yeah. Right. So, so every Saturday or every one Saturday, like a month or whatever, we would have like mini shows. No one would be there to, like to see it. It would mm-hmm. just be mini shows. Let's hang out this Saturday. Let's hang out. Let's eat eggs. Get our protein. Let's, bo- yeah. let's body build, and let's do a show. And that happened and happened and it kept happening. And then the guy who who introduced me to videos and directing stuff, he was like, "Can I like be like your cameraman?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, we're gonna get it recorded live, fucking TV." So that's when we kind of made it into a whole show. We had curtains up in the room. We had theme songs and we recorded all of it. And we had promos. And I was heel, Kid Cage. Mm. That was my name. Classic I was. Heel. I was heel. I was like a like a Vince like McMahon type of thing. And then I made up a group of four guys before. Um, what's the storyline now? The guys who the are authority. corporate. Before the authority happened, we had um, I forget what it was called. Anyway, so and that was kind of and we hated on a a good f- friend of ours, Jeremy, and because he was kind of like the good guy. Oh, yeah. So we created storylines, man. Like like we practiced it all. My finisher was uh, the sharpshooter, Bret Hart's sh- yeah. sharpshooter. He probably just had all the Bret Hart's move set. Let's be honest I was, here. Yeah, yeah, but dude, and, and but we perfected those moves. Honestly, we put in so much hard work, and no one ever got hurt though. Mm-hmm. That was like the beautiful thing about <laughs> it. No one ever got hurt. No, I'm sorry. I just, I, I just got like the. I'll tell my story after yours. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. So we had, so that was like those kind of events, but like we never had like an outside event with like mm-hmm. with people there. Yeah. So we had, so we decided to have one. We invited our parents, our friends' parents, 
they actually bought tickets. Like I, I printed out tickets. I made it a, like a huge event. We had chairs. We had a casket match, which uh-huh. was just like a Tupperware container. <laughs> we had a casket match. We had ladders, okay. chairs. Okay. We got hit with chairs, and we would put like fake blood and everything. We had like announcers. My mom and my sister fought. They had a match. Oh, they had. I drag. We had divas, man. I dragged them into. It. I was like, "You got to do a match, please." Yeah, and we had a casket match. Mm. That was weird, but dude, it, it was, it was big, and we had like loud music, loud theme songs, and everything. And uh, so one of the kids, um, Owen, Owen the High Flying Devil. That Owen was his name. Owen the High Flying Devil. That was his name. He was high flying. Um, he, I hit him with a chair and then he was, mm-hmm. he was bleeding, quote unquote bleeding, fake blood. And he got up and it, like, it did look pretty like legit and mm-hmm. whatever. But his mom started yelling and actually flipping out because he, she thought his son was like bleeding. The heel, the heel yeah. mom. The heel mom. And, um, and I was so heel. I loved playing heel and I was always heel. So that's just kind of the story it's not really funny it's not really awkward it's just kind of that was my child that was honestly my childhood mm-hmm. i lived breathed wrestling man it was it was everything to me mm-hmm. so what's your um so i just because you said no one got hurt because i used to wrestle with my friend a lot mm-hmm. we got hurt all right yeah yeah no because we didn't know what you're we doing so i basically because i was a big guy i would just do powerhouse moves he would jump around and stuff yeah so i have on my shoulders getting ready to give him the attitude adjustment and uh, it literally just took place on my bed. Like, yeah. it just rested on my bed. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a bit gay. I don't yeah. care. Anyway, I flip him. Yeah. And then his back hits, like, the side of my bed. Yeah. And <laughs> he, like, a crack. He goes, Ugh! And then, like, he just falls on the ground. No. And I'm like, oh, dang. So the first thing I do is I put him in the Canadian salute, my submission move. Yeah. He tapped out. He was hurt. I don't care. And then uh, the next time... I had him up like in the the white cross or like one of Seamus's old finishers. Yeah, yeah. And my uncle my uncle came in, my uncle Gord. And we used to make fun of my uncle Gord because he like he's like uh he's not pale. He doesn't have like he's not doesn't have orange hair. He doesn't have like the crazy spiky hair, but like when Seamus debuted, he looked like Seamus. Yes. Yeah. Right? So we called him Seamus. He's like, What's Seamus's move? And like he kicks people. So he kicked me in the balls. <laughs> And I drop my friend Thomas into, like, the toy chest. Oh. And then we're both on the ground in pain. And then he walks away. Mm-hmm. So it's like the classic wrestling interference. Mm-hmm. That's funny. And we, we were hurt. Yeah. And that was that. That's funny. Yeah, we, um, I used to fight my sister in ladder matches, dude. Mm-hmm. At, like, my grandma's, like, full-on ladder matches with my sister. Um, yeah, it, you know, before it kind of turned into, like, a like a passion it was kind of whoever could hurt the person the most everything like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the punches weren't real like yeah. the kicks weren't real but it was kind of like with like the submissions and everything it was just kind of who can hurt right yeah. uh so my friend he would always wrestle his mom on their bed and it was just i I I like went over to his house. And he's like, "Hey, come uh, come see me. Like, be the shit of my mom. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, what is this? Is strange? And they would just fight. They were just like, 
like, like she, like he would like punch her like in like the head, and he was like a small dude, like you know what I mean, a small dude, and it was weird, man. It was really strange. It really strange. I mean, it's really strange. Did you join in? No. Oh, that would have been weird. That would have been weird. But I, it was just such a big thing for us, dude. And it was, it was our lives for about four years. Like we built stories, and everything, and it was just, it was just big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's um, that's all the time that we have for today. That's it. That's it. We're done. There it is. There it is. This is episode four, five, 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 five of this, of this, 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 this show. Um, I want to thank Matt for for stepping up to the plate a bit and um, coming out here. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, it, it was fun, man. We talked about WWE, and you know maybe. We can do this again. I'm not foreshadowing, but we got something in the works, don't we? Yeah. Something something in pre-production right now. Yeah, pre-production. Um, anyways. It was mentioned once. Yeah, it was yeah, it was talked about for about a good three minutes. Yeah. Um, but it's coming, maybe. We don't know. We're gonna see. Uh so yeah, because we go to like indie like events. We do indie shows now. Uh Alpha One Wrestling. Alpha One Wrestling. Sapuku. Go watch it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, two 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 Queen uh Queenston Queenston Road. Twenty dollar uh, tickets at the door. You can yeah. buy tickets for fifteen dollars or twenty dollars at Crazy Bill's somewhere on Main Street. Yeah, uh, great show. Uh, it's, Jason yeah. Alexander's last show. It's not even like a like a sponsor. It's just this no. is good. If you like, you know, yeah, if you want to come watch a bunch of guys, and you're not happy about WWE at yeah. this moment, come if you want to go and then maybe have like some guy jump into the crowd and, and probably kill someone. Probably kill like some. You want to see someone die. Come to Alpha come, One come Wrestling. Come to Alpha One Wrestling. Great wrestlers. <laughs> great wrestlers. Great, wrestlers, great time. We, we um, we've been kind of. I I know I said like that this is the end, but I don't want to be done yet, buddy. Uh, we we've been trying to get in with Alpha One a little bit. We've been. It was a it was a discussion. We've been delving into the world of of indie wrestling a bit. We have characters set out. I got Johnny Boy Slim. He's got white crimson. I'm heel, and I guess your face. I don't know what I am yet. <laughs> the um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll set the crowd shoes. Well, yeah. Well, it'll be kind of like um, yeah. Just it's, it'll be kind of like the great Kali in like the sense that is he's just neutral for like a couple weeks and no one yeah. even knows who he is. And you're like, oh, okay, he's bad guy, or okay, he's a good guy. So yeah, we we've been trying to get in a little bit with a one. Our teacher, a teacher at our school, My works. School. Yeah, uh, Jim, Jim Nye, the science guy. Yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, it was just fun. So come out to this indie show, mm-hmm. or any indie show. Just any look around show. wherever you are in the world. Just look around for any indie wrestling production. There's gonna be one somewhere. Ne- at least I'm sure some are better than others. Yeah, probably. I mean, A one's pretty good. A one's They had good. Kevin Owens. Like yep, a, Tommy, like a they, had a lot, they had a lot of guys. They Tom, had a lot of yeah. guys there. Tommy Dreamer, a lot of guys. They had Kurt Hawkins at the last show. Yeah, yeah, and he was champion. So, so he yeah. was, so he was there for a couple shows at least, mm-hmm. at least two. Yeah. Um the the king of the king of Kings. Brooklyn. No, his name was the, the king of Brooklyn or something. King of Queens. King of Queens. That that's his spiel right now in yeah. the indie circuit. Um. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Join us next week. When who's here? Who's back? Uh, is Alex back or, Alex is another, back. or is another special guest? Alex is back. Know. Alex oh, is back. back. I might. I might. Um. I might have you join in again. 
Maybe. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what's Depends up. Depends on how many downloads this one gets. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, so reviews, ratings. Alex is back. He's back next week, and he he he's got some fun stories. He was uh, telling me he's got some 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 stories to talk in the podcast. So yeah. look out for that episode next week. It's gonna be fucking good. It's gonna be great. I hope. I think he's yeah he's back. He he must be back. He he must Maybe. be back. He must be back. Um. Anyways, guys, this was fun. Thanks. Uh, thanks a lot, Matt, for you know. No problem. Once again, thanks for, for coming. Thanks for having it was me. good. It was good, man. All right, guys. See you in episode six. mom at hotmail.com for more of mom podcasts on how to drive your children crazy